0: good morning welcome to the celtic way morning briefing live it's thursday the 12th of january 2023 i'm tony haggerty at a haggerty 10 twitter handle you know that off by heart by now and i'm joined today by sean martin at sean martin tcw good morning sean how you doing not bad tony i have made
1: the i've said yesterday on the on the twitter i made the cardinal Senator deleting uh accidentally not saving sorry a, a piece that i'd written for the website and having to rewrite it my wife is arguing i've made another cardinal sin, which is shaving and getting my head shaved in the same day She's <laughs> i look like my
0: baby daughter now so <laughs> there go i'm saying nothing but it probably ties in <laughs> nicely with the new sponsor <laughs> <laughs> but there you go we've got a new deal for you guys sean will talk you through that in a minute but the new a new offer as we always have and if you subscribe to the celtic way you can enjoy four months uh, for the yep. grand token of a pound. I'll let Sean explain the artwork in a second. Uh, but we thank uh, Seneca who are now sponsoring the, yep, of course. The, the morning briefing. We thank them and the Celtic way morning briefing is now sponsored by Seneca Medical Group. As you can see, ladies and gentlemen, and Seneca are the number one hair transplant company in Europe and offer innovative hair restoration treatments. And you can find out more about Seneca via the links in the description of this video. And I'm not looking at Sean in any (laughs) forum. But hit the button guys new subscription deal. It's a pound for four months. And www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. Now Sean, you can explain the artwork
1: yep uh, brand spanking new deal i really like this one tony because any of you that are active on social media whether it's twitter instagram different things like that you you'll probably have heard of made by frankie Um her celtic and football arts really popular and so with this deal not only is it one pound for four months of full access to the website for all your statistical analysis features big interviews all of that but the first hundred new subscribers to the website get a free limited edition Carlin McGregor A3 print that Frankie has made exclusively for us, and you can see a, a small version of it there. Uh, as I say, only 100 available, so aye, don't don't wait.
0: Yes, I would grab a piece of that right now, guys, if you haven't already subscribed. If you have subscribed, thanks very much. We always appreciate it. And uh, yeah, the Cup semi-final build-up, Sean. It's getting ever closer. Celtic take on Kilmarnock at the Weird time of half past five on Saturday. Yeah. Speaking Hamburg. of weird
1: times, Tony, we were getting a wee bit of um, we got wee bit of <laughs> a jip in the comments there for not being 10 o'clock on the button again. I put a comment in saying it was going to be 10 past 10. You give us time to get. Uh, to, to get my stuff sorted and stuff uh, Beach Boy yeah. saying he's just going to fire in A quick 5k before we start <laughs> um, Pete McGee yeah. saying It's time to change the, the show banner To the morning briefing starts anywhere between 10am and 10.30am Approximately every morning, I'll take that criticism Because sometimes yeah. it is 10 past but I don't yeah, think I that's a big deal Because as Brian Roberts says, his mum always used to tell him All good things are worth waiting for Oh ah, well, there you go, thank oh. you
0: Brian I think We always, we always 10 for half 10 Somewhere in the middle of that Guys, uh, we try and do that, but these things don't happen by action. We've got to get the artworks up and all the prep done, you know. So we we try and give that air of total professionalism, don't we, Sean? We do. <laughs> we, we do. do. And
1: speaking speaking of professionalism, people are um, asking where this wardrobe is again, Tony. Ah. Uh, kaiser's also says, "Let's roll the dice and see what's been added to Castle Haggard today." So can you confirm? Is that a turret? Is that the moat still going on? What is it?
0: <laughs> well, the 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 turret. Is uh has been finished uh, the, the, the moat and the drawbridge i uh, i i saw a delivery of stones and stuff this morning as i was leaving to come to my mother and father's and such so Why there's no wardrobe uh, i i leave i leave real professionals to do their job i don't i don't uh, but all i can see is my my uh, garden resembles a quagmire and i've been told that it will be wonderful at the end Will be some artificial grass and all sorts so there you go there uh, as i say i leave real professionals to do their job sorry if you're missing the wardrobe we'll try and normal service will resume as soon as possible but it might be the best part of a couple of weeks so if you can put up with that then that's fine but yeah i right. mean my mother and father's box room and their house, just to explain that. <laughs> Sorry, I've just,
1: just saw Charlie McGarvey's comment here after I said about uh, my wife giving me powers for looking like my baby daughter with a haircut. He says, I'm more upset for the baby daughter. <laughs> 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 fair
0: enough, um, most, most people um, would Now, Sean, as we say, there is a game of association football on Saturday evening, yep. half past five at Hamden. Two-man job. We'll both be there covering it for the Celtic way. So yes, look yep. out for all the stuff that we'll produce on the day, guys. Uh, always like going to Hampden and doing my bit there and watching Celtic in a big match. Now, Sean, I've written a week and a of heartstring, tug of the heartstrings, League Cup semi-final preview today involving a a wonderful quote that I, I heard and read and the tributes to Gianlucavialli. There's Sean put the link to the article yep. in the in the comment section there. You can have a read at that guys. But go on Sean. What did Sean what did Jan look at say? Alright,
1: you're you're forcing me to get it up here. Um uh, I said there is no losing in football, there is only winning and learning. And um you've made the point quite rightly that it could easily be something that comes out of Ange Post to Coglo's mouth. And then you've used that to kind of preview the League Cup semi, we nod to last year. And just I think I mean I don't think people under, underrated because at the time it, it was quite obvious everybody realised yeah. um, I mean you'd drawn the comparisons with the Wim Jansen year as well last year before they won it that it could be that it proved to be that um, but I think it is still worth mentioning just the difference that that league cup yeah. final win made uh, if not in terms because obviously the Aberdeen game is the one we always go back to as the kind of turning point of the, the time where it was kind of yes everybody's right behind them now there's no kind of real doubts now and different things but getting that trophy on the board early he said himself it was it's what he's been there to do but it, it will always be a special one yeah i think that if i remember right you actually you quoted the uh, pulp do you remember the first time <laughs> in the aftermath of that I uh, and i think rightly so
0: because it, it, it was a springboard yes and uh, so i put a celtic twist on that quote mm-hmm. but also I not a nod to the man who said it—the late and great Gianluca Viale. and I think once you read it, you'll realise the outpouring of love and emotion for someone like Gianluca Vialli over the past few days. I think he was a well-respected and well-loved man in football. And there's an Italian phrase at the end of it. And if you save you from running around trying to think what it means, I'll tell you—it means may God bless you always, Gianluca. So. Gives you a rough idea of where we're heading with that. But it's a League Cup semi-final preview, Sean. Celtic yeah. play called Marnock. They beat them last week 2-0. And was asked after that, would it have any bearing? He said no. Tend to agree with him. These are one-off Cup occasions. And maybe Derek McInnes will, will try and win it, eh? It, he's got to try and win it. But I
1: suppose it, de- <laughs> I suppose it depends on the manner in which he tries to win it. I mean, there's a few in the comments already saying he'll, he'll try to take it penalties. He very well might it's easier said than done and it's a semi-final at some point your fans will expect you to try and win it especially if Celtic get a goal um, but as usual if Celtic get a goal you never know all, all bets yeah. could be off in terms of how many they get even though it's a hand and even though it's a semi um, it's a weird one but Tony I think having Celtic Celtic haven't just played them in the league with no games or opponents in between makes it an odd kind of an odd situation yeah but that said I do think it'll be a different game I do think he's right that it will have no bearing the fact that they've just played them. Um, not only because it's a Hamden and it's a semi-final, but I just think that opposed to will rotate, as he always does. But I think <laughs> Kelly will change personnel as well. Well,
0: we know one player that's going to come in. For, well, right. You know, you know, seems like, yes. it, aye, sounds like it. So you uh, will be back after a 10-game ban, so uh, Kyle yeah. will certainly feature at some point against Celtic, but again, I go sounds with like your it. thoughts on that, Sean, that it's not about what Kelly will do, it's about what Celtic will do, and what Andrew Costa mm-hmm. Coggle will do to affect the outcome of that game. And yeah, there could well be rotation and players coming in and players dropping out from, from last week's side. You know what he's mm-hmm. like, likes to curve balls. But half five, Sean, on a Saturday evening. I'm happy with that. I mean, I'm happy with it because
1: we're both going to it rather than just <laughs> you this time. But uh, I i mean, it would be nicer if it was an earlier kickoff, I think. But suppose if you're going just as a fan rather than for, for your shift, then
0: that means you've got a day before it to to enjoy yourself indeed now we've been to Hamden before a couple of times haven't we we've enjoyed it it's, it's nice to have something to talk to sean gonna with, say i 50 50 um
1: success, success rate, rate. Though, uh yeah. when we're there together obviously because i i've done this at johnston game last year the the james forest game yep. uh the jota Rabona game whatever way you want to put it yes. um and then we both did the final the Hibs game which is obviously uh, one for the memory, memory books, and uh, or the history books, and then the the Glasgow derby the Scottish Cup, which went to extra time, and i will still content to this day, despite the narrative after it of master classes and stuff from across the road. It was a very, very even game. Uh, there was a, a coin flip essentially. Never mind the refereeing performance. So, aye, fifty percent when we both go, Tony. Hopefully that that edges into the positive on Saturday. You
0: know, Cameron Carter-Vickers shot off the bar away from mm-hmm. getting to that final shot as well as you say, but there you go. Yes, indeed. So we'll build that up tomorrow, Sean. We'll do the predictions, line-ups. Yes, that might be the newsletters
1: uh, for Friday night because the pressers will be... Well, the pressers of the day, actually. Well, no, we'll watch Boston will be tomorrow, won't it So uh, that might be Saturday morning before you see the actual predicted 11s. We'll discuss maybe some of the positions tomorrow on here. Yes.
0: Uh, and we'll definitely give score predictions again anyway. Um, as we always do, so uh, that's that's fair enough. Now the January transfer window is moving on unabated. Sean and I did a newsletter, and it's on the, the site today. Picked yep. out some Ange quotes about what he's been saying about the January transfer window. Quite enjoyed doing this because Angeisms, as I call them, mm-hmm. and uh, he he's never shot for a or six, is he? And he's always on the money. To, to be fair and yeah there's the, the link to that article and Sean just put it in the comment section there when you, have...
1: when, you were, when you were doing it Tory? when you were compiling it anything stand out to you in particular or?
0: I, I love the quote about not getting emotionally attached to the players right. I really did that 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 kind of leapt out to me at the time and I uh, and he just it's, it's just it's that kind of deadpan draw way that you just say <laughs> you know I, I lost one of my best players long into management he had a better offer I don't fall in love with him and it's just it's it's just so real, and it's just something that he. I guess it's just a kind of shot over the bow to the fans and just say, look, you might have your favourites, but be prepared for mm. the eventuality that they might go. They might give you six months. They might give you six years. They might give you whatever. So, and I think that he's just a realist, isn't he? He's the eternal realist, and he and he just has a way of expressing something that nails it. You know, there's no, there's no flannel. There's no, you know, there's no. Superfluous mm-hmm. nonsense. He just says, Look, cuts to the chase. This is how it is. My eyes, this is the way I'm thinking, i.e., Ange Possecogga thinks. Yeah. But I, I did like that. And I've liked his take on, you know, speculation. You can't be doing with speculation, you know. And I'll, I just focus on the players in front of me. And he tells you, These guys are training, they're giving me everything. If there's a deal to be worked on, I'm sure Michael Nicholson, the player, the agent, and myself will discuss it at the right time but i can't be can't be bothering myself or weighing myself down with that kind of stuff i like that do you,
1: do you buy in with that uh, what Derek crawford's comment says here that he feels that don't get attached to his his way of telling fans that some favorites might be moving on for instance yodos jakimakis and Josip Juranovic.
0: yeah as i've said before key thing Ange what do you do you open them don't you Simple, it tells you you know there's no code there he didn't name those players specifically, but he did say you have to be agile and, you know, don't fall in love with people. So, I mean, what more do you want him to say? And if it means the likes of Yakimakis and Uranovic leave the building, then, you know, Celtic are prepared for it. That's the thing. In the past, Celtic weren't prepared for these kind of things. They're now more prepared than they've ever been for these eventualities, which he also said in those quotes as well. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I listen, you know, you listen a lot to what he says, and he speaks sense most of the um, David Ferguson saying he doesn't think
1: it's narrowed down to just those two players. No. I mean, there are other players that could exit, maybe not as popular, uh, certainly as Jackamakis and Juranovic. But Beach Boys is also saying don't get really or Jota on the back of strips in the summer. That's all he's saying. <laughs> uh, well, uh, he also, Patrick McLaughlin's rightly pointing out. I mentioned this other day as well. He, he used an example of when he was an out just there's yeah. a coach. And he lost what he says was his his kind of favorite player rather than just his best player but his favorite player within two weeks his first club so he he doesn't get too attached for that reason but i think it benefits the club if the manager is slightly detached in in terms of making those decisions um because i do agree that in terms of from a fan's point of view who cares is right getting attached to players is what football is all about yes and i think to be fair to he's, he's not said in fact, he's actually said the opposite. He says fans can get excited, fans can get attached, oh, fans yeah. can do that, but he's not necessarily going to.
0: But that's a fan's job, as you've just yeah. said there. A fan's job is to get carried away with your team and the players that play for your team and the players that do the business for your team and you love them for however long they are there. You know, uh, Steve McGrory... Uh, Sorry, that's the one I was going to put up by yeah. Steve McGrory. He says he agrees with you, Tony.
1: Uh, all the great managers had a ruthless streak about them. Jockstein, Alex Ferguson, etc. It's all about the club and the team and not individuals. True. I think that's uh, something, something we can all agree on. Like, it goes back to that uh, plug that we had for the Three Kings and Jockstein's life yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Johnny Owen yesterday. I ended up, my mom ended up watching the Three Kings documentary for the first time after us saying that. Obviously, I wasn't asking him at the time, but
0: there we go. <laughs> Morning, Steve, how you doing? Yeah, all managers have to be sure. There's decisions that are going to be made that are unpopular. But I think Ange is, uh, again, he signposted that and he's told you told you that after that AGM with the Agile on the transfer market and basically yeah. said, hey, look, come on, this is if we want to be a club that's competitive or gets to a certain level uh, competing in the Champions League, being a competitive team in the Champions League, winning games in the Champions League, then this is the way we have to do our business and have that cycle of two to three years Buying and selling players, being agile in the market. So again, as I say, roadmap in it, and I think the Celtic fans were, were quite happy about that. I think it, in the past they've been disappointed when great players have left and they've had nobody to come in and fill that void. I go back to it, my heart being broken as a five-year-old when Douglas left, Charlie Nicholas leaving, guys like that first time around, and you know Brian McClare, you know and players uh, coming and going, and they they. The surprising thing about that, Sean, it was always strikers that got me. No. When I say that, I was always kind of because I played as a a forward. Maybe that's what it is. I was always attached to, mm. always emotionally attached to strikers. I think it's e- it's easy for that for for the strikers
1: to be naturally the ones that yeah. you you get attached to because they're usually the ones winning your games and giving you yeah. moments and different things. Obviously, Lars in my age group, that just won't compare. Nobody will compare to him in terms yeah. of for for my age group. I, you know what I'm like, I, I do end up quite having a soft spot for some defenders and stuff. Not just Greg Taylor, obviously, although what you see, he will be a glitch moment if he leaves. Um, but he likes so a Jack McNamara and stuff. I, still, I thought he was yeah. uh, phenomenal. I mean, one of my favourites. And then when he left, yeah. especially because I felt it was too early for him to leave yeah. at the time. Um, I
0: like Paul Elliott as well. Yeah. You know, I like Paul Elliott. And, and I was distraught when Mark Reaper had to call it a day because I thought he was a wonderful defender. Uh-huh. I was. I mean, that that's definitely left for for injury reasons. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll quit the game, which was really was really sad. But uh, when I was really wee, I suppose going back to strikers, it
1: would be a uh, big Pierre, yeah, Pierre Van Huydonk. He was my favourite was a wee guy. And i uh, see. I can't remember what you actually called them, but see the wee the wee figurines with the big heads. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember um, what the actual name for them is, but I had hundreds of them and uh, he used to give me balls for <laughs> them about that nah, but his was his was well worn put it up stars or something with his head i honestly star heads is that it Starheads. Well uh, like I, I can't remember really but i had hundreds of them they'll still be kicking about in a box somewhere but
0: um i i loved them i thought they were brilliant uh, yeah, but as you say the the transfer window's kind of taking uh you know some twists and turns again with jack amakis being linked with sampdoria Sean.
1: Yeah, I by, me and Aidan, I, I, think, I think it was me and Aidan t- talked about that a wee bit the other day in terms of, to me, that is a club, apart from the report that there's like five clubs, which is good for Celtic, I think, because it might bump up a wee bit in terms of fee, um, but Sampdoria are a club that have previous or spending good money, whereas some of the other clubs, Mitchell and Red Diamonds, you were going to be looking for them to break their transfer record and even then some people were still thinking that's maybe not enough for Celtic, despite the fact that the reports were Celtic are well, except between 5 and 6, um, a club like Sampdoria, you're thinking, right, that's maybe the kind of club that will maybe pay that, or, or maybe a wee bit more if there's other clubs interested. So so I don't mind it. I suppose what can you say beyond what you said yesterday? Whatever will be, will be, because you need to wait until there's actual offers on the table yeah. before the club need to make any sort of decision
0: about it. Indeed. Indeed. And also, there's... There's now new speculation about Roma and Josip Iranovic. Yeah, uh, seemingly Jose Mourinho has earmarked him. You know, it kind of changes on a daily, hourly That's basis, almost, doesn't it? You know, so again, same situation applies there, doesn't it? With with Josip That's Iranovic, sad. and there is what still what nineteen days to go in the transfer window, so there'll be a lot of to and fro and, and coming and going, and the choice situation remains as is. Mm-hmm. have launched the £3 million or tabled a £3 million bid Pref- players' preference is to play somewhere in Europe, mm-hmm. so have had discussions with uh, the club officials and we wait to see the outcome of that Sean Aye, I, I mean the, the reports from Italy were that Rick the the, <coughs>
1: the current, can I write back at Roma that he's not really Mourinho's cup of tea, um, so he's looking for someone to come in um, again Especially with the Uranovic one, you're not sure how much of this is is agent-fed drumming up interest and stuff. I mean, ultimately, if it works out in Celtic's favour where all this interest that has been drummed up, actually results in, for instance, West Ham have been talked about, Man United are now being talked about, Roma. (laughs) A club with decent enough money and and resources comes in and actually pays maybe that wee bit more than than what's been talked about just now. Because remember, as much as the last couple of weeks a release clause has been started to be floated about, it wasn't thought about for how long before that, so I'm still not yes, sure if yes. that is the case. Um it's something that's come up because of the fee being talked about, I think, rather than actually being confirmed that it is the case. So I'll go on the basis that it can go up. Uh and the more interest same as Yakimakis, the more interest that's there, assuming some of it is concrete interest, then the better for Celtic to be able to ask for a wee bit more
0: and a wee bit more. Yeah. There's been no definitive on the release clause, Sean, has there, really? So no, 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 It's been something that came out of left field, and as you say, the man had a contract until, you know, what, four years he had a contract mm-hmm. for, didn't he? And it's only in the last couple of months that a release clause has been mentioned. So yep. I'm inclined to agree with you. If
1: that it's just, it's anything, a, it would be an odd thing for Celtic to do, I think. That's the only, that's the only thing. It's, yeah. it's not something they tend to do because if you set a cap, on what you can receive essentially then that kind of that sets a maximum yeah. and i don't know it just it caps what you could get and their, their whole model is based around getting players and i know if it wasn't necessarily a, a a young talent but it was still fairly highly thought of and, and it still would put a cap on what you can get for someone it's just not really the way celtic have done it that said there is always there's always outliers like the ryan christie contract situation expiring midway through a season all that kind of thing so I'm not saying it's not the case, just that it doesn't seem like the kind of thing Celtic usually do. Yes, I agree with that. And
0: as I said, I'm fairly relaxed about the January window, Sean. I don't know about you. Um I think the club's in a good position, they're in a good place, and there's some cracking players there. The squad's looking really you know strong and healthy, and you know, and if people leave, then so be it. And if it turns out to be the ones that have been targeted for moves and are most likely to go, then that's mm-hmm. fine. I, I, I'm okay with Juranovic because I think we've got adequate cover there. Mm-hmm. I would like to see another striker come in anyway, but I think if Jackie Magnus goes, mm-hmm. then it's imperative we bring in another striker. Yeah, so uh, and I'm quite happy that the, the business is in the hands of the likes of Michael Nicholson and Ange, and I trust them to mm-hmm. do what's right and what's best for Celtic, and they remain remaining 19 days of this window. I agree with you,
1: Tim. Anon says we've had better players leave and survive. This won't be any different. True. And that is a sense of perspective that you always need. But I do uh, what you said at the start of that, that be bit there, i quite relaxed as well. Because the only thing I think would ups, truly upset the apple cart is like a massive bid for yeah, yeah. It, Jota, O'Reilly. McGregor I don't think that will happen I think I think you've weathered the storm with McGregor I think he's now of the age he will retire at Celtic unless he decides to unless he gets injured that kind of thing um, but I Carter Vickers um, as I say Carter Vickers Jota O'Reilly players like that elk that would upset the apple cart somewhat in this window I think Beach Boys is probably got a point that at some point maybe this summer maybe next winter you're gonna to have to face up to the fact that teams are really gonna want these players I think this window would be a window too early to really consider it um so that would upset the apple cup but beyond that i think and i'm even including yakimakis in this as much as as much as i like him as much as i think he brings a lot to the team i think tim and Anna is right in, in the sense that it won't be any different you've lost better players and survived and i think the way that this squad's shaping up i'm charming at about to get this depth chart out, but i'm waiting until the end of the window again because <laughs> otherwise i'm just changing it every other week when they make a signing or, or somebody leaves um, but the way that this squad is shaping up, certainly from now to the end of the season, if you just take it from from then to there rather than looking ahead, which obviously I'm just doing anyway, uh, it just it just is shaping up really, really well for me. To the extent that, like you, I'm quite calm about it. And as I say, the only thing I think that would upset it is a massive bid for one of your really
0: big players that you're hoping not
1: not doesn't go in this window.
0: You spoke about looking ahead, which is another one of Andy's quotes. He said he's now planning two windows ahead. Yep, he's looking two windows. He said when he first came in, he said he had to build a team because he didn't have a team, and that's why there was a lot of activity. Now he was saying mm-hmm. that he's kind of looking two windows ahead. So that being the case, he's probably looking at summer targets as well. It will uh, be, mm-hmm. you know. So he, I—that's that, what I mean—that a proper football club, Sean, properly run and doing the right things and acting like a big club. That's why, That's since Ange came in, I think that's exactly what Celtic have been doing. And there's no reason to suggest that they won't do that. Again, players players will come and go. Everybody has their price and all that. But at, at least uh, Celtic are making and taking steps to offset any kind of departures by bringing in people or better who are better or just as good in those positions, so and that's what I like, and that's what the manager said he was going to do. Yep, Try John Hill coming it. in saying Try exactly that. Yeah,
1: he's saying anxious plans in place if players go, other players come in. That's the difference with Celtic now, the forward planning aspect. I agree with that because for years, Tony, it felt as if there wasn't, and even no. even when it came to the managerial shortlist, and I, I realize now that it's, it's, it's subsequently been kind of divulged that it really wasn't. Dominic Mackay that, that brought in, I suppose, to call as much as Peter Lowell kind of, through his links with the City Group and different things with, with his son. Um, but even that, Dermot Desmond basically said in that interview that he released last year, that rare interview, that for all intents and purposes, it's a scribbled five-man shortlist on his desk drawer. It wasn't a wasn't a massive, comprehensive database of potential mm-hmm. managerial appointments and coaches that that are up and coming and all that. So that did not. Come across well to me that part of it, uh, but since Ansh has come in and since he's been allowed to kind of flex and flex his, flex his muscles, if you want to put it that way, but embed his philosophy that wee bit deeper, not just at a surface level of first team, but a wee bit with the B team in terms of philosophy and also in the transfer market in terms of maybe the final say. Kinda, I know Mark Lowell's there now but, there now, but I, I almost kind of, Dermot Desmond said he was like the chairman of the board in football matters, but to me, that was like almost like a American style head coach general manager hybrid type thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it quite is that obviously but it it does have a say and I think that is the way that it should be run and that's a healthy way to run it. I've always said Ange Postecoglou is a very good guy to base your kind of structure and philosophy as a club on. The trick is if he was to go for any reason that it doesn't fall apart because your next because yeah. your next appointment is the next guy on that scribbled list and he plays 5-3-2 or something and it's a different thing entirely and you're ripping it all up. It needs you now to have a a natural chain where whoever comes in can build on that. And I'm not I'm not saying he's going. You know what I mean. But that that's that's the thing. I would be thinking
0: long term. You've spoken about that succession planning before, yeah. haven't yeah. Uh, many times on this, and that no use in having hands just now for it all, as You say that blueprint to be ripped up mm-hmm. when he leaves. This has to continue mm-hmm. when uh, the inevitable does happen. That uh, he, he does leave, but hopefully that won't be for
1: a long time yet. Sean. No, exactly. That that that's what I'm at pace to stress it. I'm not saying he's he's going to Everton or whatever's, whatever's been bandied about uh, <laughs> recently. But um I that, that's something I've been saying since last year. Just in, basically since that at Desmond interview when he said that yeah. about being chairman of the board and football matters, that's what sprung out to me as that's that's all well and good, as long as as long as it's fine, then it's fine. But if something else happens and he goes for any reason, it can't all just it can't be allowed to just crumble after that. Um, but some of the things that they're doing suggest to me that won't that they are kind of putting this in place. And what John Hill says, there with the forward planning. That's part of it. That's part of what gives me gives me hope that that is what they're doing.
0: Correct. Here's one for you. Sean B comes in, says this. Totally agree. The next manager needs source right now, not after it, and eventually goes. Yeah. Something we've spoken about as well at length mm-hmm. on here. Uh, since Ange came in, and we're doing all these things. We don't want it all to be just dismantled. Uh-huh. When he leaves, that's the whole point, isn't it? That we're, we're driving at. But as someone wanted to comment, I said earlier, really, we enjoy the moment and we enjoy everybody who's here, manager and the players. And as I say, I'm, I'm. It's been a long time since I felt relaxed, Sean, about yeah. transfer windows when they come and go. And I think everybody, gave, was in a state of frenzy in the summer with Jota, weren't they? It, <laughs> every time we looked up, Jota was on his, on his travails. <laughs> going on more holidays than Michael Palin. <laughs> so when he actually signed the deal, everybody was there was just a, an outpouring of you know mass hysteria and joy. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that's the transfer window that's you know that everybody will remember for a long time as well. Carter Vickers came in too. So, yep, we had this conversation yesterday, Tim and Tony. Um, I had uh, I'll, I'll
1: put the link in. It was kind of that basically I was triggered, when, when, yes. I was triggered by the uh, by the, the Michael Beal what's the accusation, but the, the comment about uh, how Andrew's a good coach but spends a lot of money, has a lot of money to spend on transfers or that kind of thing, and I'm just thinking that's, that's a wee bit cheeky, that. that's, that's not strictly speaking the truth, he might have, he might have actually had a, a bit of an outlay, but overall he's only, well subsequently, since Alistair Johnston saying that is where he's actually passed the threshold of having actually spent money, if you know what I mean, like net spend, that's the only bit. So three and a half windows before he actually spent any money as Celtic manager. I mean, you think about all the, the different players that have come in, the players have went out as well. And all right, the Christopher Ayer and the, the Odson Edward and the Ryan Christie still funded a lot of that. But that's just the way a club living within its own means works. Yeah. Um, and he's used that money exceedingly wisely so far. Yeah. Uh, so to be, basically, to, to be sitting three and a half windows in, in the situation that we were just talking about where we feel quite calm about this even though there's a treble on the table and all that kind of thing um, to be sitting there three and a half windows in only having spent about two and a half to three million net spend net spend yeah i think that's i think that's quite admirable no? <laughs> i
0: think that's quite impressive i think it's bordering on miraculous to be sure i don't think, <laughs> uh, I
1: don't think put it that way i don't think he's, he's he's particularly lucky in that sense i think it's i think it's been prudent it's been wise it's been uh, used well whatever way you want to put it uh but i've put that put the link to the article in there. just breaking that down um as i say triggered a wee bit i suppose but <laughs>
0: <laughs> now the countdown's on i forgot also to mention that uh celtic are prepared to listen to mm-hmm. offers for of steven walsh as well sean Welsh, yeah bye um uh, walsh,
1: it's unclear Welsh? whether it's a loan or a permanent deal that's yeah. what i would ask i'm assuming loan because he's got a contract until 2025 i think but uh, mm. I, I don't know
0: yeah so well, uh, yes, that that he did slip further down the picking order, didn't he? He has, know. yeah. Cobie
1: yeah, Ashley coming uh, in, he's
0: just Ashley as well. You know, so yep. yeah, so Stephen Mills could be, you see, either heading out on loan or a permanent transfer somewhere. The thing is with the contract, Tony, here as well. I think unless it's a really good
1: offer, you're as well, putting them out on loan, you might actually multiply that offer, and of um, if he plays well, um, Stuart Ross. Done a I think last month at some time. he done a kind of basically when Kobayashi was going to sign, he says, Well, if we're assuming Welsh is going to get put out on loan, where would suit him? So he yes. done a piece proposing three teams not in Scotland, three teams that might try and improve his game in terms of coming back and actually trying to play for Celtic, not just going and trying to get them sold. So he proposed three teams that play possession based football and attack most of the time and all that kind of thing. Funnily enough, one of them was actually Monza, who are meant to be interested in uh, Josip Juranovic just mm-hmm. now, was them as a, a potential destination and uh, obviously a few European teams have apparently expressed an interest in them, so they obviously like the kind of things that you can bring at the table as a defender, but I don't know, but we'll, we'll need to wait and see. That's the question I would have, though. Is it permanent or is it loan? Because that changes the dynamics of where Where you're going to look.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, we'll continue to build up to the League Cup semi-final. But tomorrow, Young Adam will also join us, and yep. we'll get all the predicted lineups and predictions. at all, but they just direct you to the bottom of the screen, guys. We've got a new deal, and it's a decent deal. So it's always a good deal, <laughs> but a wee bonus for you this this time. If you click that subscription button, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe, and a pound you can enjoy four months. Of access to everything that's written on the website, but the first 100 new subscribers, as you can see, will receive that yep. limited edition A3 artwork of Callum McGregor by Made by Frankie, popular Celtic artist. And if you subscribe today and you hit that button, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. And also, we say thank you to our sponsors, Seneca, and they sponsor the sponsor the pod now, the Celtic Way morning briefing now sponsored by seneca medical group and seneca the number one hair transplant company in europe and offer innovative hair hair restoration treatments you can find out more about seneca via the links in the description in this video we say thank you to them we appreciate that but yeah hit that button guys subscribe and a callum mcgregor a3 print could be yours can't see better than that sean no you point. can't no another and
1: well i would say be quick be quick is what i would say because <laughs> she's a very very popular artist and uh i'd like to think it was because it was a pound for her site but i think it might be the artist <laughs> tony but we'll see
0: whatever it is just hit the button guys www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe hope you've enjoyed today cheers sean always enjoy it always enjoy the morning we can always enjoy the chat thanks for the comments guys have a top thursday and we'll do it all again tomorrow. Somewhere between ten and half 10 past <laughs> ten, feet McGee, G. You know what you know the you know the drill. <laughs> cheers, Tori, cheers guys.